morning, good morning. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show, where real talk happens every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Good morning, good morning. How y'all doing? How y'all doing in the cafe? Are you ready for some hot and steamy conversation this morning? What you drinking on? What you sipping on? Call me a macchiato. That's my favorite beverage right there. That's how I get my day started. Hot and steamy. My mother and I had a fantastic relationship. This, this is Stephen, and I just wanted to share. You should always be in a place where you're celebrated. Life is too short to stay somewhere tolerated. If you cannot help a person, don't hurt them, especially Soy's just whole essence is to bring out the best in other people. Something that touches other people, and that's what your show does. It doesn't. It's not just conversation as you started. It actually has a purpose. Good morning, good morning, and welcome, welcome to Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday at 10 a.m. It's your girl, Soy, bringing you stimulating conversation to the Brew Nation. It's always a joyous occasion here in the cafe. Drink on it, think on it, let's talk now. If Soy means I am, therefore you are bold, beautiful, intelligent, amazing, and leaving your insecurities and inabilities to be tested and rested while you have real talk with Soy. Welcome to the cafe where you can always unapologetically be you. Stop doing and start doing. It's a new dawning day. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. If I could sing, I would sing that. <laughs> I love music. Happy Saturday, y'all. Happy Saturday. I hope everyone is doing safe, being safe, being safe um, out there. Uh, we're still in the midst of this pandemic, so I don't care what they say. I don't care what it looks like. Be safe. Be safe. Uh, stay in. If you can, mask up if you can, but but be safe, and and y'all, please practice social distancing. Um, I I know there are a lot of theories out there about whether this thing is real or not, you know, and um, how much we should pay attention to it, and if there's a conspiracy, but (laughs) if I had not personally knew people who um, have lost their lives because of it, I may be inclined to side with you, but it's real out there, and uh, I want everyone to be safe. So, practice social distancing. All right, y'all, so um, in in light of what has been going on um, in the past few weeks, um, I have been talking about black businesses. Um, I know we're all familiar with the concept of mind your own business. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) I'm sure we've been told that or have told someone else that, right? Mind your own business. But imagine if you would mind your own black business, you know? So I thought about that concept, and I thought about um, using that phrase to coin in on focusing on our black own business. So I did a, um, I did some posts, um, what was that, a week ago that, um, was asking people to share their experiences visiting or supporting a black-owned business and, and tell me how it was and share their information. Um, so if you have not seen that, please go to 
Coffee Talk with Soy show page or um, Coffee Talk with Soy on Instagram. There's a post there, so if you can find that and share that content there, that would be great. Uh, if you can't find it, you can visit the website, coffeetalkwithsoy.com, and go to the comment section. Um, I want to promote and support as many black businesses as I can. So tell me the business that you own or support, um, what it is, what they sell, maybe contact information, a website, or a phone number. And if you are a customer and you want to share a personal experience, um, do that, because I think that, that that's what helps promote um, the success stories. So we got to do that. We have to talk about the great things about our black-owned businesses and not just the complaints and the comments, okay? So that's, that's what we want to do. Now, I, I always promise to give you something good in the cafe, yeah. In addition to my flavorful, <laughs> robust, strong cup of coffee that I'm sipping on, and today I'm having uh, caramel macchiato. Um, I, I use sugar-free products uh, most times, but um, this is just um, caramel macchiato with um, a splash of cinnamon in it. And um, one of my favorite drinks, one of my favorite drinks, um, because it goes down so well. So, um, you know what, speaking of favorite drinks, we've had um, vendors on the show that talk about beverages they put together, concoctions they put together. So those of you who are listening, drop drop that information down in the feed, too. What's, what's your favorite morning beverage, and how, how does it work for you? So I'm always looking for a new concoction, whether it's a smoothie or a tea. Um, and, and some of these beverages we don't just drink in the morning. We drink at night, too. So if you have a good-tasting wine um, or some kind of cocktail that you want to share, um, do that as well, all right? Do that as well. All right, black-owned business leaders, entrepreneurs, men, and women, Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Uh, this segment is just for you. <clears throat> I have a couple of guests in, in the cafe uh, with me today that um, that have experience speaking to black-owned businesses, and, and, and not just black-owned businesses, but minority business, um, in that they can give you tools and tidbits to help further grow your business. Um, um, Sharon uh, Washington, who is the owner of C3, um, who's a good friend of mine, she talks a lot about marketing. And um, one of the things that I, I met with her before, one of the things that I, I walked away from that meeting with her was um, reminded that you're a black-owned business, you have a skill, you have a craft, you have a hobby, something that you do, and you do that well. But you may not know how to grow your business, how to market your business. You just know how to do your business. And when she said that to me, it hit home. I was like, wow, we do know what it is we know, whether you cook, whether you sew, um, whether you advertise, uh, whether you're a public speaker, um, whether you are um, a hairstylist, or whatever it is that thing you do, a designer, you do your business. You do your business, your craft. 
Um, but when it comes to growing your business and, and um, looking out for the future of your business, you may not be able to step in that realm to do that. And I've actually been told that's been a downfall of um, a lot of minority businesses because we get so focused and caught into doing the business, we don't step into the role of leadership to see the business um, in totality to, to watch it grow or, or, or try to step outside of that role um, to create momentum. And so it's really important that we um, talk to other people in the industry, talk to other people with this kind of experience to help us move our businesses along. I want you to be great. I do. I do. And because of that, I have a young man in the cafe with me. Um, his name is Austin Johnson. He is the owner of Yay Mad LLC, which is out of Brevard County, Florida, right outside of Melbourne, Florida. And he's here to chat with me and with you all today about tips and benefits to further advancing your black-owned business. Good morning, Austin. How are you? Welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning. It is a pleasure to be with you, Ms. Soy, on the Coffee Talk. Uh, Greetings to your followers, your listening, and the nation, uh, wherever you may be. Uh, Love, peace, and joy to each and every one of you. Thanks again for having me on. Okay, so I got prepared about 30 minutes early, and I took out an amazing tea with cinnamon, and it is nice, warm, spicy, sweet, with a dab of honey, and it's going down very smooth. So I am very prepared, and I am very refreshed with my drink uh, with you this morning. Now, that's what I'm talking about. See? See, man, you hear that? He's drinking tea, robust, with honey and cinnamon. So that's very manly of you, manly of you, Austin. Thanks for sharing that recipe with the others. You're welcome. No so, problem. So, Austin, you, you are an uh, entrepreneur you, yourself. You've been out there for, for some time. Um, but before we kind of get into your, your tips that you want to share, um, can you quickly share with the audience what you do? Okay. Uh, if you are just now uh, tuning in, again, my name is Austin Johnson, and I am the owner of YEMAD LLC, which stands for Young Entrepreneurs Making a Difference, where we strive to make a difference for you, whether it's private, public, or any organizational needs. We offer event planning community service, photography, marketing and promotion, and services. So if you need us, we will be there for you. Look us up on Google at www.ye-mad.com. Add us on Facebook or Instagram, or call us at 321-746-5244. And our goal is always to make a difference for you. That's just a little bit about what YEMAD does for uh, people in need. I love it. I love the intro. I love how prepared you was. And and I love that you're passionate about making a difference because if we're not passionate about our business and our service and what we do, who who will be? You know? And and I think that as as um <laughs> I know when my grandmother used to cook a long time ago, she used to say she put her foot in it. And when you see people who 
have a business or a skill and, and they dive into it and they put their foot in it, you feel it, you appreciate it. So I, I felt that. Okay, so thank you, thank you for being unapologetically you. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. So in, in, in your experience, in your experience, Austin, what have you, um, what have you noticed to be right? The, the top three things that that if, if I have to, I know you have a lot to share, but if I can ask you to to, to share three top things um, about how businesses um, um, may fail or cause themselves to set set back, what what would be the first thing you would share? I would say the the lack of uh, uh, documentation and 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 bookkeeping and uh, keeping all your your information, your paperwork, your sales, your transactions organized. That's top, that's that's issue number one. Keeping organized, keeping organized. And um, what what kind of uh, should I get you on that? Because I'm telling you, I'm <laughs> Uh, this weekend, I, w- I was sitting there with all my receipts spread out in the middle of the floor, trying to put them all together for my tax preparers to do my, my taxes. I-, I tend to have this system, and I know it could be better, but I'm just going to be transparent. I'm going to be real with you. So I, I-, I have this little, I, I guess it's a, um, a little bucket. It looks like a small trash can, you know, and um, it has a little lid on it that flips. And so every time I make a purchase or buy something that is for my business, I put it in that container. So it, it accumulates receipts um, when I travel and it's business-related, my hotel expenses, rent a car, everything like that. I put it in this little container. Now, my um, another person who was a little more organized than I said that after you do that, you should go in monthly and organize it monthly and then condense it. Well, I, I haven't got that far, but I, I, I do put them together. So they are together, a little mini trash bin, and, and I sit through it at the end of the year, spreading them all out, adding up postage, gas, all those kind of things. I can make sure that I report those numbers to um, my tax preparer. But I think I'd like to say that I use that old-fashioned method because I'm not too tax savvy, but I'm sure that there are apps and all kind of things out there that can help people track their expenses and what they're doing so that you're not sitting up the 11th hour um, like me trying to pull all these documents together. Right, and I definitely would like to uh, start off by pointing out that is great that you even have your organize, your organiza, um, organi- organization uh, system uh, put, uh, put in place uh, for you to see those things. That is a great start, and, and I commend you for doing that. Uh, the app that I would like to talk about, um, since you brought that up, is Stride. Stride is an app that is uh, – really good for businesses and anyone that needs to take their those expenses, those transactions, those receipts, and input them into an app that will organize it. And guess what? If you just do those simple things and stay on top of it by uh, uh, data entry, by the end of the year when you go to the tax uh, to do your taxes for your business, all you have to do is re- uh, email a report and print it out and that is all that is done for you. So this app organizes it. It, it puts it uh, into perspective. And, again, it just takes you to organize 
and enter the information uh, and stay on top of it to the best of your abilities so that at the end when you go to do your taxes, all you have to do is just create a report, and the app does all the hard work and heavy lifting for you. Wow. I love that. Okay, I'm going to check that out. And that's Stride. Is that S-T-R-I-D-E? Yes, I, I believe that is definitely S-T-R-I-D-E. And this is actually one of the apps that was just uh, brought to my attention by like an H&R block or a tax preparer. So if they are encouraging this, that means it works and other businesses are using it so it is tried and true. Ah, awesome. He's making a difference here on the show. I love it. I love it. So he, he has encouraged us, you all, to um, keep good documentation. He says documentation beats conversation any day. So Find the app, find the system that works for you to keep all your papers together. What What would be your second tip for um, the audience, Austin? My second tip for the audience uh, is definitely going towards the the the, the platform and, and the different channels uh, for you to market uh, yourself on or you to uh, utilize. Uh, for for your business or your organization. So the importance of social media platforms and websites. Why why are they so important? It is so important because we don't see the business we can generate by one message sent to somebody in a different country or in a different state we don't see the value in the dollar that is undiscovered. And with the the platforms and with websites, you are reaching a silent audience sometimes and also a public audience that is ready to navigate and locate who you are and see how they can utilize your services. So it's knowing what and where you stand out the most in capturing uh, and, and taking advantage of that platform and those channels to reach and engage with those people. What, what kind of um, what kind of information would you share to? Um, I guess I guess what I'm thinking of, and I'm, I'm mentioning this because there are people who are um, who are not so tech savvy. And their their best reach may be just Facebook, or their best reach may be just Instagram. Is that enough? I would say yes, it is enough. Um, one thing that I would say to the listeners and 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 your family that uh, is tuned in right now uh, that Facebook is a great start, and also Facebook is linked and is also Instagram. So they work together, and there are resources and, and tools uh, put into place for you to learn and how to uh, take advantage of this social media platforms and these websites. Uh, secondly, I am a, a big believer in if you don't know how to do something, you should read it, you should watch it, you should listen to it. And I watch a lot of YouTube. I watch a lot of videos on how to do things. And I just found out how to video edit by watching videos of other people do it and instruct. So 
don't be scared, don't be afraid to be bold and step out towards your Instagram or your Facebook. And if you do not believe in having both, one or the other will be great. But you need to understand which one benefits you the most. And once you understand which one benefits you the most, that's what you stick with, whether that is Facebook or whether that might be Instagram. What do you what do you think about um I, I wholeheartedly agree and, and, and I know that there are people out there who are really busy and um it's hard to find time to post and share and um and advertise and and um I'm here, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm over here, I'm gonna go here. Um and, and it may get um and it may become overwhelming for some. Um, but I know that there are services out there that will help you post um and keep um energy, you know, um, and help you keep a connection um, with, with, with your audience. Is anything, um, any companies you've worked with in the past, Austin, that you may want to refer for something of such? Well, uh, with, with those companies that would do those things, I personally would like to say that I use a lot of the marketing uh, resources on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I take advantage of those ads and those mini commercials and things like that that we can run. Um, and also, I say that because that is an introduction step to going on and learning more about search engine optimization and the cost of posts and, and how your posts can generate sales. And before you dive too deep with the statistics, because that is, that's a whole other beast itself, I think where we should start is, documenting and recording as much content as possible so that you are not stressed out. People do not know that you have recorded your footage a year ago. People do not know that you were uh, just in the Bahamas last month. So when you are taking advantage of your documentation and you are recording content, you can utilize that and control when you want to release that. Um, and that's what I would recommend for people to do. So don't get overwhelmed with trying to keep up with everybody else or, like they say, keeping up with the Joneses. You stay your, and run your steady race and understand the value of you documenting your content and you recording it because you want to make sure you're putting out your best foot forward before it goes to the, the general public. And before I conclude with that, uh, of course, there are many uh, marketing agencies, uh, locally and international. There are plenty third-party uh, apps and different things you can go uh, to learn about at Best Buy and different software that you can uh, hook up to your laptop and your computers that run ads for you and are programmed to schedule your posts. So there are resources and things out there for you if you want to go that route. Information. Good stuff. Good stuff. <clears throat> what would be your last topic um, that you would, um, or your last tip that, that you would want to share with with the audience office? Well, my last tip is going to be support comes from everywhere. And this topic is very important to me because 
this there was a situation that recently happened, you know, this week uh, where I was shown that support will come from different areas, whether we are aware or not. So I'm, I want the audience to understand that we have to be open-minded and not have tunnel vision. You know, even when we have our beliefs and, and what we want and what our goals are, support will sometimes come in the most weird and from awkward places because people are always watching and they want to support you. So for um, let's, let's, let's dive into that just just a little bit because I want to make sure that, that we don't leave anyone um, misunderstood about support. Um, let's say that there is a person wanting to start um, a new business, um, and um, sometimes I'm, I'm thinking this is what you mean. But sometimes when you are um, getting ready to start your business, sometimes people say, well, don't tell anyone about, about your business. Um, I can see the pros and cons of that. I can see that how if, if you say something, you may get negative energy. You may get naysayers, so say don't do it. I can also see how if you talk to someone about it, they may can guide you in the right direction and, and put you on with someone else who's actually done this, the business that you're doing have some familiarity with it or can provide a resource to you for for doing that. And so um, I just kind of want to throw that out there because I think sometimes when, when we hear no, it's seen as something mean and ugly and nasty, and sometimes no can be the precautionary uh, word um, or the safety word that, that gets you to look at what your challenges could be. And, um, and that no could very well be a, a not now no, uh, or you're not ready yet no. But um, I just want to say that and getting the support everywhere and getting information, um, the no's are not always a bad thing. I would definitely uh, like to agree with you on that. No is definitely not always a bad thing. And, and we need to understand, like you said, no sometimes means uh, not now. And the importance of seeing the support and, 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 and understanding what is good or bad support. Uh, and that's why it's important to be aware. Uh, it's, it's important to consistently be able to advocate uh, for your business because you know what it needs. You know what it's going to take to build a strong infrastructure so that it thrives for a long lasting and more than a lifetime. You know, you are always one conversation and one connection from having that big opportunity. So it's, important to be ready at all times for that big opportunity. So we must be able to welcome support. We must look approachable. We must be open to different perspectives and different innovation and mindset. And most importantly, we must know what we stand for. So when we know what our goals are and we are sure of ourselves, we can be clear and concise. He said a mouthful. <laughs> he said a mouthful, and, and, and I think that's important. I think that's important because even 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 if we even if we look at 
where you are in, in your level of performance. You know, um, you are a small business, and there is a um, there is a client base out there for you. Um, um, small businesses matter, you know, and sometimes you just kind of start where you are. But but being direct, um, ensuring you have customer service skills that are present and visible each and time, each and every time you come in contact with with a customer. You never know where that conversation could could lead you. Um, always looking the part. Always being prepared. Always wearing your brand. You know, and, and not just in clothing, you, you know, but, but, but in the threads of who you are, always wearing your brand and being present in it and staying aligned with, with what that is and what your purpose is, is going to get you far beyond where you think um, you, you're going to go if this is for you. So be, be, be true to that and be true to you. I really I like, like I, your reflection. <laughs> you like that? I like how you just, and I did not mean to cut you off, Miss Oi, but I just had to sit there and listen to how you just wrapped that up and brought it all together for all the listeners near and far. So thank you, you know, for that and, you know, and, and bringing that home and, and pointing it out and making it personal to you and for your audience so that they can relate. So thank you. No, thank you. Thank you for being here um, in the cafe uh, with us. And, and I'm telling you that um, this man also is so talented, and he's um, just connected in, in a number of things. So he, he, this is the first time here in the cafe where he, he will definitely be back. Um, he will definitely be um, a returning guest. I mean, you should just hang out more often. Just be like family. Just kick back, bring your, bring your tea with the cinnamon, and just kick back in the cafe with me. And um, we can just talk about a lot of things. So, so do um, keep keeping in mind. I'm gonna keep you in mind, but, but definitely hang around for for a little bit. We we have another guest um, here in in the studio. But um, thank you so much, Arthur, for what you shared, um, what you're doing in the community, and thank you for being a part of this podcast. Thank you so much again. Uh... Coffee Talk and Soy uh, for having Yemat LLC and myself, Austin Johnson, here to be a part of such a great and an amazing show. And I want to let you know uh, before you move forward that anytime, anytime, anywhere, any hour that you need me, I will be there for you. And if I can ever assist, and if you ever need me to physically come or just be here on the show or I just will let you know I'm always there for you, and I appreciate you and continue to bless you and and let your show continue to reach more and more and grow. And I'm just honored and blessed for the opportunity. So God bless you, uh, Soy, and the Coffee Talk. Thank you. Thank you. I refer to the listeners out there as Brew Nation. So um, I thank you for the blessing on on them as well and what they hear. Um, can be manifested in their lives that it make change for them in a positive, mighty way. So thank you, thank you. Uh, so listen up, y'all. Um, I always promise you good things. But AJ, hang around. Hey, hang around. Um, but just make room for this amazing woman. Um, so I, I started thinking about um, this whole pandemic thing, right, y'all? And I started thinking about how we were um, affected not only personally affected, but
But some of our businesses um, were affected by that. <clears throat> and some of us were so excited to find out that there was um, federal money and funding for us that we um, we got online and, and um, filed unemployment, and some of us didn't have to even do that because it was just checks in the mail. You were getting a stimulus check, you know. And then there was talk about um, another one coming. And personally, that that may have helped you, and I'm hoping that it did. But financially, um, there is there are other resources for small business as well. Um, as, as you all know, there was some talk about um, <clears throat> applying for um, COVID. <clears throat> I don't know why. But there were talk about um, COVID relief options for businesses um, in that there was, uh, what did they call it, the Economic Injury Disaster Loan. There was um, a um, another loan called, what was it, Paycheck Protection Program, and so many other things. And everyone started talking about it. The buzz went out. People started applying. Some got it and some didn't. But so what I did, or what God did, was he found this amazing woman who could be on the show um, this morning to talk about um, what those programs were, um, the criteria for being approved for those programs. And I'm going to open up the mic and introduce Ms. Victoria Missioner out of Florida. Good morning, Ms. Missioner. How are you? Good morning, Soy. I am doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all, she is the owner of Forever Forever Our Home Incorporated, which is a business and a nonprofit organization where she spends a lot of time um, down there in Space Coast um, outside of uh, Orlando, Florida, um, doing um, teaching and educating um small black businesses. She is affiliated with, uh, well, quite a bit of um, organizations that have funded, supported, educated um, small business owners. So she's here this morning with us in a cafe. And just to kind of talk with us a little bit about um, these federal resources that are available and um, how we can go about um, positioning ourselves to be um, a candidate for some support. So good morning, Ms. Michelle. Welcome to the show. Okay. Hello, can you hear me? Oh, we can hear you. Yes, okay. we can. I was just making sure because <laughs> my phone is going in and out. I apologize. But thank you for having me. It is such an honor and um, a blessing how God works that we were connected through a mutual friend. And so I'm very excited to talk to uh, you and your listeners this morning in regard to the various streams of dollars that are out there for uh, businesses to take advantage of. So I know I, I was one of the ones who um, applied for those uh, programs, and even though I struggled with completing the application, I had no idea what what the heck I was doing. <laughs> and and so. I wish we had had this conversation uh, before because maybe there's a lot of people out there that were uh, rejected or didn't get what they thought they would get. And not because they weren't deserving, just because they didn't understand. I mean, who knew we would be in this place right now? Who knew this right. would be happening to us? And, and right. so, um, but we're going to be ready 
the next time. We're going to build um, stronger businesses. Um, we, we want to be the cornerstone of our communities. So we're here to, um, well, I'm here to ask questions. I don't know why they're here, but I'm here. established uh, several uh, new temporary programs to address um, the COVID situation with a lot of businesses are affected by. So the one of the ones you was talking about, which was the pay te- uh, Paycheck Protection Program or the PPP, it is actually a loan that is designed to provide a direct incentive for small businesses to keep their workers on the payroll. And so I think that this is a great option for those businesses who may or may not have capital access. So during these uncertain times, you never know um, what may happen. So I have a couple friends that have um, employees on their payroll, and they actually had somewhat of a a comfort uh, in savings, but they went ahead and actually took out um, this loan just in the event that um, the coronavirus uh, issue lasted a little bit longer than what they're telling us on the news because it seems like every time we switch on the news, um, you know, they're saying the numbers are going down, then there's a spike, and I'm here in Florida, and they just actually open everything up so fast, and our numbers are going up. So businesses are looking at shutting down again, especially if you own, um, let's say, like a small bar um, and grill uh, type of restaurant, they had to shut back down. They're not allowed to sell any uh, liquor um, from those establishments. So those small businesses are being affected. So uh, this paycheck, uh, paycheck Protection Program will actually come in handy for someone who may have um, a restaurant business that deals in alcoholic beverages. Now, is this loan is this loan forgivable, or is it something they will have to pay back, or what's the time frame? Of, of that? So, um, with this loan, um, the the Small Business Administration will forgive uh, this particular loan if all your employees are retained. So there's a criteria that employers would have to meet, um, and they would have to show. Um, the funds were used for eligible expenses. So if uh, your listeners would go to sba.gov, there is a link that would give them the criteria uh, in regards to what they would uh, consider eligible expenses. And so um, there was an issue with funding uh, recently where uh, the money had ran out for the PPP. And so I was hearing from people, they was like, well, I tried to apply and there's no more money. But as of July 6th, uh, the president actually uh, signed an extension uh, into legislation. So the new deadline to apply for the Paycheck Protection Program loan is August 8th. So if you have employees and you hadn't applied for this particular loan, um, you have all the way into August 8th, and I suggest that you apply for it, especially with not knowing how the COVID situation is going to turn out. Victoria, so when, when you say have employees, like, can I be an employee of my business? And, and, and if, my, if I'm an employee, is it, a, is it a 1099 situation or is it a W-2 employee? 
depends on how you set uh, your business up. But if you pay yourself under a 1099, then, yes, you do have um, – you are considered an employee and you could uh, utilize that uh, Paycheck Protection Program. Um, I actually have employees under my nonprofit, and I actually applied for the PPP um, as well, even though we had a, a, a nest egg. But I also want to make sure in the event, because I depend on a lot of uh, government funding, um, so if the government is shut down or they're uh, slow to do business, I have to make sure that uh, my people eat as well, and so do I. So I would suggest, yes, uh, you look into it and um, consult with um, someone in regards to how your business is set up to make sure that you're, you know, in the legal realms of being able to get it. Because I know some people are getting into trouble with the PPP, but just to be on the safe side, I would also consult a legal consultation, um, depending on how your business is set up, okay? Okay. okay. What, what's the most important criteria for, for that? For um, the, uh, so, um, so you can actually um, apply through uh, the SBA website um, or a SBA 7A lender or through any uh, financially secure depository institution Um and they are basically on the SBA website. They're also um, suggesting that you consult with your local lenders as to whether it is participating in the program. Um, they, the lenders are supposed to be uh, going by the criteria of the SBA. I'm hearing uh, different things out there from various people who have applied for the PPE, but there is an actual um, – criteria list on the SBA website that I would refer people to because everyone's situation is different. So I don't want to say something and then it may not apply because you may have someone that actually have um, a LLC. Someone may have uh, um, their business may be incorporated or nonprofit. So it's, it's various uh, criteria rules for various businesses. But I, like I said, I would direct people to go to sba.gov um, and go to um, the Paycheck Protection Program link that they have on their website. And it actually is filled with lots of information. That way, that you're, that way you're getting, um, your listeners are getting the information directly from the source and not from someone else. So it's in black and white. That's kind of how I am. I like to see things in black and white. And that way you can always go back to it uh, as you're filling out the application to make sure that you're uh, doing exactly what the site asks you to do. All right, thank you. And for those watching on Facebook Live uh, or Instagram or YouTube, I have just um, held up um, a copy of a printout that I did, Paycheck Protection Program, from um, the website. So it should look similar to that. Um, and it is like about 14 pages of, of information and kind of stuff. Here it is. Yeah, it's very long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you mentioned the importance of having consultation. Do you have anyone that you can recommend um, for people to call, anyone you know that, that's in the business of um, 
you know, being an advocate or just being an ear to help people um, work through this application process? So I have um, a few friends actually here in Florida um, that I've been referring people to. Uh, One of my friends, her name is Shamika Hamilton. Um, She actually has a radio show here in Florida called Shamika Saves, and she has a a huge Facebook following where she actually posts the updates to um, her her Facebook page and Instagram page. in regards to any uh, updates from the government in regards to uh, relief dollars for businesses. Uh, And then I have another friend. Her name is Nikki Dyer. She has another business called uh, Credit with Nikki, and she talks with other uh, small business owners in regards to um, credit repair and getting their credit together um, so that they're able to have loans. Um, But what I'm hearing is um, from both of uh, both of my friends and uh, my contacts in the credit world, and also dealing with uh, um, helping people to get uh, the PPE loans or even the EI, EIDL loans, which is the Economic Injury Disaster Loans. Um, a lot of people are seeing a quick turnaround uh, and receiving those dollars, and they're actually thankful for it. And so I would suggest to any of your listeners, uh, regardless of who you contact, just make sure that those people um, know what they're talking about and always refer back to the sba.gov website to see the information in black and white. Because you do have some people out there um, that are, I I think that I'm hearing that they're charging uh, folks to help them fill out the application. And just like you said, Soy, that application is 14 pages. And to someone who isn't um, really savvy in an administrative world or you're just that that young entrepreneur starting up, that may be somewhat um, of a scary situation to fill out those 14 pages and you're wanting to make sure that you put the right information. And so it it can turn into an overwhelming situation. So I would just suggest that you make sure that you – are in contact with someone that actually knows their stuff when you're applying to these loans. Now, is that is that against the law to charge for this information? Is that illegal? You know, it, it, it is a, against the law. No one should be charging to help fill out these applications. Um, I I think that um, consulting with an attorney is okay, especially if you have an attorney that you already deal with for your business to make sure, or even talking to um, a lender, your bank, that would be the safest thing. But um, unfortunately, you have some people out there that, you know, this is prime season for them to, you know, um, scam some business owners, especially the small business owners. So, like I said, I'd just be wary of those people that you may see online um, that are saying, hey, I can help you fill out you know, and get this loan in charging. Now, you mentioned the economic uh, impact with the EDL the loan. Is that still available? Is that still a resource that, um, that people can apply for now, or has that closed? Um, yes, ma'am. Actually, um, I, I did some double-checking after we spoke yesterday. So as of June 15th, Um, The Small Business Administration actually resumed accepting new 
uh, Economic Injury Disaster Loan Applications. That's the EIDL that you mentioned earlier. Um, and the application uh, is available online on the SBA website. Um, and all small businesses, private nonprofits, and U.S. agricultural businesses are available to apply for that particular loan. And also, um, the SBA is asking that if you've already submitted an application via the streamline not to resubmit another, that is something that I am hearing here in Florida. Some people are saying, well, they ran out of money, um, I got rejected or whatever the case is. They're asking if you submitted it that way not to reapply. But if you've already received a rejection letter, I suggest you go ahead and reapply. And also, um, anyone, uh, especially your listeners, that may have an agriculture business with 500 or fewer employees, they are now eligible as a result of the new authority granted by Congress in response to the COVID pandemic to also um, apply for the um, EIDL loan as well. So um, those include any businesses engaged in production of food and fiber, ranching and raising of livestock, um, air, uh, aquatic culture, and or in I'm getting tongue twisted in all other farming agriculture related businesses. It's hard talking about farming, but it is a very important topic, especially dealing with food deserts. But those businesses are um, eligible to apply for those um, loans. And, and what's the criteria for for this one? I think I remember hearing something that for um, rejected, there was like money given for employees or something like that? Is that accurate? They were given money for employees? I, I couldn't hear yeah, that. I don't. Maybe I'm getting confused with the other one, but I think I remember hearing something about um, if you apply for the loan, um, uh, something that you have to have some kind of credit or something like for a certain amount. Um, in my case, I actually asked for a certain amount and didn't get it. I got close to what I asked for. Um, but I'm not sure how um, the, the SBA is determining um, who gets what. Um, what I'm hearing from my friend Shamika, um, she's saying that it depends on all uh, it depends on what you're putting on the application as far as the dollar amount that uh, your business receives. And so that is something that, like I said, you have to take into consideration when you're filling out those applications, making sure that you're reading that criteria online. Um, and even for the, the um, economic injury disaster loan that you were just talking about, if people go on there, um, they actually have the eligibility uh, listing, but it really doesn't give a lot of information of what they're looking for. It's just kind of like a, a broad um, sentence, just saying that um, you're qualified for it if you're in the United States 
or any of the territories uh, to apply for a low interest loan due to the COVID. And so stuff like that, it kind of worries me. But like I said, uh, just make sure when you're doing the application that you're honest and you're not getting in over your head with asking for some of the money because you do have to pay the loan back. But the loan is, like I said, it is a, a low interest loan. So for instance, for my loan, um, that I took out, I took out some, uh, I asked for a little over 10 grand. I got 10 grand back for my nonprofit for forever our home. And I mean, it's a listing out there. It's, it's public record. So I don't mind talking about it. And so I don't have to start paying my loan back until a year from now. And, and, uh, each month it's like maybe, uh, seven dollars or something like that for this particular loan that they gave me and i was i was so shocked and i'm like okay but the loan the interest rate was really really low but i have a plan in place for my business to pay it back but i think that people should go ahead and apply for those loans because they are low interest loans so if you're going to take out a loan this is the time to take something out for your business to make sure that you're able to sustain during covid about the Express Bridge Loan Pilot Program uh, that the SBA also offers. Um, it's kind of in conjunction with um, the EIDL loan, um, and that program actually allows small businesses who currently have a business relationship with the SBA, uh, well, with an SBA Express lender to access up to $25,000 quickly. Um, and those loans can provide vital economic support to small businesses to help overcome the temporary loss of income they are experiencing and can be a long-term loan or used to bridge the gap while applying for um, the SBA Economic Injury Disaster Loan. So if a small business has an urgent need for cash while waiting for a decision and disbursement of an economic injury disaster loan, they may qualify for um, the SBA Express Disaster Bridge Loan. So that's more money that's out there for businesses to take advantage of while they're waiting if they hadn't applied for the EIDL loan. Okay. I, I heard that, but it, it sounds like I need to give Shamika a call. So I'm, I'm going to call <laughs> Shamika. <laughs> yes, Shamika can help you out. She can hook you up. <laughs> Take advantage of 
um, the opportunities that are out there. The large companies, they're um, taking advantage of these opportunities uh, through the SBA, and so we should be too um, because this is the opportunity. Unfortunately, um, it's a due to the circumstances of COVID. I, I definitely don't like COVID, but um, this is an opportunity where if your business is affected, there is money out there, but even if your business isn't really affected by COVID, there are options out there to help you grow the business. So this is a, a perfect opportunity to take advantage. Before we end the show, um, and I forgot to run my advertisement. I've been so caught up in um, getting all this information. Um, I forgot to run my ad. I'll run that momentarily. But, um, Victoria, where can people get more information um, about you? So can you drop your um, website and um, email address um, as a point of contact for the listeners? Um, yes. So um, you can find my website. I have a nonprofit here in Florida. We're called Forever Our Home Incorporated. Um, we're based out of Bavard County here on the Space Coast. Um, you can look us up. Uh, we are foreverourhome.org. It's all one word. Or you can look us up on Facebook, um, facebook.com slash foreverourhome. Uh, and we basically uh, strive to enhance economic opportunities, communities, uh, that are forgotten by assisting and educating residents um, in regards to economic development and how it affects their community. So um, foreverourhome.org, I'm Victoria Mitchner, and I am the founder and executive director of that nonprofit. Well, thank you, Victoria, for being a part of this podcast, and thank you so much for what you have shared. Um, for those who are, are listening, I want to go into the comment section of the show and um, do a snippet of all the information that, that was provided. So the contact information, their links, and, and all of that um, will be coming shortly. But thank you so much for, for hanging out here with me in the cafe. I truly appreciate your time. Thank you, Soy, for having me. It has been an honor and a blessing, and I look forward to talking to you some more and networking. I love networking, and so I just look forward to um, starting an everlasting friendship uh, with you and some of your listeners there in Atlanta. Oh, you got to worry, baby, because I'm going to be calling you, calling you. <laughs> All right, we have to take a break for these advertisement announcements, and we'll be right back. Have you heard? Sponsorships are requested. Coffee Talk with Soy is looking for dynamic entrepreneurs like yourself. If you're motivated, energetic with a message or product, consider advertising with us. It's a win-win. For more information on those advertising and sponsorship packages, visit the website Coffee Talk with Soy or call me at 515-I-GOT-SOY. And again, that's 515-I-GOT-SOY. Enjoy what's being shared here on air um, for you today. I, I'm excited um, about uh, what's to come for our black-owned business. So, um, I, um, I mean, this has been our power. It, it's, it's plenty of information and resources that can be shared for you to mind your own business. So do um, 
If you are watching my Facebook Live, please share this feed um, with others. Um, if you are watching uh, on Instagram or YouTube, uh, please place a comment about how you enjoyed the show. Uh, tag uh, another black owner that um, could benefit from um, hearing what was shared today. So thank you so much for your time, your attention. Uh, have a great week, and I'll see you right here on CoffeeTalkWithDoys.com next week. Just love this show, Coffee Talk with Soy. That is your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday at 10 a.m. I'd like to thank the listeners and the guests for joining me in the cafe today. What a wonderful time we had. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Don't forget to download the app, Coffee Talk with Soy, from your app store. It's available on iTunes and Google Play. Stay connected. Stay connected, folks, by visiting the website, coffeetalkwithsoy.com as well as looking for us under your social media sites we're on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram under the name Coffee Talk with Soy remember the size of the problem is never the issue remember it's the size of you be great because you are awesome tell them Soy said so thanks for listening have a great week bye bye